people. Hear me. Hear me, people. You're suffering. You are suffering, and I am here to razzle-dazzle you. Where else are you going to go? Huh? Netflix? You already watched all that shit. You going to go to Hulu? They have commercials unless you pay extra, like I do. It's worth it. I'll give you my code. Uh, you gonna go to you gonna go to see Hamilton? Huh? That's on Disney. That's another streamer. We're giving you this for free, brothers and sisters. We're giving you this for free, you little slugs and ants. We're giving you this for free because we know that you are hurting. And we know that you are bleeding and we know that you are crying and we know that your teeth hurt and your butt's not washed and we're gonna send you home, Donnie! We're gonna send you to shit! I'm your king now! I'm your king! It's halfway okay. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, what an intro, huh? A lot of energy, a lot of energy. It's me. Uh, hi. It's, hey, guys. It's Sean. And I, you know, I would love to just do this alone. Lord in heaven, would I? Be so much easier to edit. I have so much to talk about, just me, that everyone wants to hear. But you know, you know what happened. I lost that court case, and now I've been saddled with this old sack of gomes. It's the Danny. It's Danny. It's Danny. Huzzah! Oh dear! Sorry, oh that that wasn't a sound effect. I I forgot to stretch like I normally do before the podcast, mm-hmm. so I'm just straightening out my back a little bit real fast. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a little better. So, it sounds like a bag of Reese's pieces. Uh, so I would see a chiropractor. It's very close. It was know. a bag of pork rinds. Ooh, hey. It's, hey. It's shockingly close to you know your bags. Did I see, uh, thank you. <laughs> did I see you and Franklin the other day? May I don't think so. I saw uh, d- people that don't know debts where Danny lives is Franklin. Yeah, it's the best Ohio. Best place in the world. Number mm. one. Mm. I if it wasn't you, it was someone remarkably similar to you in the parking lot at New York, New York. <laughs> New York, New York is a strip. Joint that I thought got tornadoed. It didn't. People know what New York, New York is. I don't think they do. <laughs> okay, hold on. If you don't know okay. what New York, New York, where New York, New York is, it's uh, right between like Deardorff Road by the Moore Veterinary Hospital and between that and Anderson Funeral Homes. <laughs> what a weird town. <laughs> uh, no, I was not there hanging out in uh, the parking lot. Okay, it of was a strip joint. It was a Dude that looked like you next to a, a nerdy car like yours. He was wearing an Al Gore basketball jersey and doing the DX suck it gesture. Maybe it was me. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> that is that real? Did you really see someone doing that? You. It wasn't me. He was also saying, oh, I'm Sean Green. It might be a different. I mean, it's, Sean Green's a pretty common Actually, it might have been name. might have been Shane Green. Oh, he's, he's, he's always getting getting in trouble. I'm, I'm paying for it. He's always getting tossed Uh, out of uh, Franklin, Ohio strip clubs (laughs) and 
uh, retorting with a '90s attitude era wrestling gestures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will never. I can never. I am not a strip man. I am just not. That is does not seem uh, appealing to me at all. Yeah, I, I, I went to them when I was like 19 and stuff. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the official reveal of like uh, if if the internet didn't exist, I would understand, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, but like why now? Yeah, get an Xbox. Oh, but maybe if I go, uh, I'll get a fever when I get to look at naked <laughs> girls in an area where I can't uh, masturbate. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty gross, pretty cool. No, no shade if you're a, you know. A real fan. Uh, if, Dean, hey, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What? Oh, yeah no yeah. shame at all if you want to try to stealthily get off inside your sweatpants in a strip club. Power, power to you. P- power to you. Uh, don't get COVID in your dinger. Uh, they'll th- cut it off. Uh, Danny, speaking of getting cut off. Oh, my God. I want to cut off my own head. Oh, no. Uh-huh. You know, because, I boy, do I feel like a real nincompoop. Yeah. You know, well, because, you know, so I, I, you know, I've been I have not been getting out and exercising as much because this COVID it's too hot. Had you been previously? Oh, yeah. You know, and then so this COVID happened and it's too hot outside because of it. And I can't deal with it. So I ordered a Peloton, you know, you know, one of those one of those. Yeah. Fucking nice to be uh, fucking a millionaire. And well, and this listen to what happened with this thing. So this is a whole mess because I don't I don't I still don't know. What's happened? So I ordered this Peloton, right? And it came from from the coast. So it took a while to get here. Sun Coast. You know, it came from Sun Coast. So <laughs> it took a while to get here. But like, I honestly, I think, I think they sent me the wrong model. Because all this Peloton's doing, he's eating up all my fish. Huh? Oh, here's my reaction. <laughs> huh. I uh, loved it. I love I love when you do those things. They're, they really get me. Yeah, they get you. Um, that's pretty. No, I did not buy a Peloton because that's expensive, yeah, and where we, um, you know, I wouldn't use it. So, so like that was all just a lie. You haven't been worried about your exercise program lately. No, man. I I just I don't really I don't really exercise that much. I do still do uh, Ring Fit Adventure here and there, which is nice. And um, that's on the Nintendo Switch. Now you're playing with power. To get the blood pump in there. Oh, it gets my pumpers going. And then, uh, and then actually, Julie and I. Julie is my girlfriend. For people that might not just be tuning in to this podcast for the first time, uh, Julie is my girlfriend, my partner, and we went on a six mile walk around an old airport in the heat, and it was so hot. And my feet hurt, and I had to eat an assortment of nuts at a certain point because I was feeling woozy. Hmm. But we did it, and I think we're going to do it again this weekend. So, whatever. I I think Discord's cutting it off so you can't hear, but I was giving you some applause. Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, It was terrible. In order order for the Discord to has to recognize my voice, so I'll make a noise at the same time that I clap. Oh, like <laughs> okay now that that i like good that job was, thanks man uh how have you been doing with the uh covid exercise it's too hot because this covid i i always tend to exercise at night 
Uh, mm. But like, I haven't been super exercising lately, but I switched my like diet up and I've lost like a fair bit of weight. Well, congratulations. I have not. I've lost about uh, 25 pounds over the last month and a half. Holy smoke. Well, send me pics. I mean, I just look like a person still. Cool. <laughs> Wish I did. I don't. I, for the longest time, like, I thought that, like, uh, like low carb thing was just bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Like, because uh, my brother in law lost a ton of weight. So I figured I would try it. And then, like, I base it's basically like the jughead diet because you can just, like, mash on hamburgers all the time. <laughs> well, but without buns. Yeah. Huh. I like hamburgers, but then you can't drink cool beers. No, you can't put poison into your body and get See, healthier. See, man, the the poison's the only thing I've got right now. It's uh, it is uh, I do like it. Why, why don't um, you double down and just like get into some uh, poison that'll make you lose an unhealthy amount of weight quickly? Oh, <laughs> so drink myself thin. I'm not saying without just alcohol, but like, oh, a lot of people who uh, suffer from like heavy dental weight find that like meth helps substantially. (laughs) You know, my teeth weigh a ton and I still have my wisdoms. So I've I've always said that Sean Green has some fat ass teeth. (laughs) Well, my mouth's always sweating uh, because of it. Um, That's not true. Uh, You know, speak uh, speaking of not true. Uh, Danny, I'd like to do a tease, uh, which is, this is true. I'm going to tease something, a cham. I'm going to tease it. I'm cheesing this. I'm going to challenge you to something. I got to, I got to break in with a, a delightful Danny declaration. Oh, and uh, sorry, you might not like this segment too much, but oh. I just wanted to shout out, uh, someone we know's project. I'd like everyone to check out Ian Hendon's uh, rad film project, Pyramid Scheme Cosmetics.com. It's a blast. Check it out. Thank me later. I, I did that last, um, it's kind of two plugs. I did that last episode. You did a delightful Danny declaration. No, that's what I thought. I am, but I am de- declaring this declaration. I'm teasing something right now. I heard. Mm-hmm. So that's later in the episode. What are you challenging me to? Oh, Danny, I can't tell you. It's too much of a tease. That oh. you know. The, now they'll listen to the end of this incoherent shit. <laughs> Our show's gotten bad. <laughs> I listened to the most recent episode. I usually, usually never listen to the apps, but I've like forgotten my whole thing, my whole bit. You know, because I don't talk like this. You know. In real life, I'm usually very concise. At least today, it sounds like someone's holding a gun to your head. (laughs) It's me. I am. (laughs) Um, No, man, I've been spinning around in a whole figure eight of shit. It's been fucking shitty lately. It has been shitty. It's been shitty. and, And I have not been able. Okay, so the other day, I spent five hours trying to install skyrim mods that's like this is my time and then before that i i started getting really into sudoku i'm i don't know what to do with my time and nothing i've I've produced nothing creative i've done nothing this whole COVID. and i all i'm I'm like i I got all this stuff where i was going to do a nuz a pokemon nuzlocke challenge i was going to stream it why so i was good you need i don't know I, I think there should be a Sean Green challenge where you actually f- follow through with one of the 
ridiculous challenges you set for yourself. I know. I it, but it's, it's, I have like eighty of them, and I wish someone could just pick one for me because I can't do. I can't decide, and I can't double down. I was playing Dragon's Dogma the other day. I and I'm like, this is it. This is I. You know, I've played. I've played this game three times. My third time, I, I'm like, oh, I love this game so much, and now I'm like, I can't even be bothered to look at it. Well, well, I'm so unsatisfied, Danny. There's a lot of depression and stuff going around, and just people are going fucking crazy. Look, man, I'm not depressed. All right, I was just saying, like, I'm anxious. I'm sad. I'm depressed. Yeah, and anxious, which is a form of depression or something, right? So what? Uh, what ridiculous challenge were you trying to do at the uh, Dog's Dragon? Oh, nothing. Just play it. Oh. Dogma Dragon's Dogma is such a cool game. It's Normally though, cool. you love you fucking love gimmicks. Mm. I mean, I like I like the idea of uh the Pokemon Nuzlocke challenge. We did we talk about this last episode of like no, what that is? That I don't was, think we did. That was through one of those texts that you send me all the time <laughs> where it's like, how cool would it be to videotape like Super Mario Brothers, but <laughs> And we play Modest Mouse in the background, but no. you can only use the jump button when there's sick amounts of reverb. Actually, that that sounds pretty good. Actually, <laughs> Modest Mouse Mario, Ch- Modest Mario Challenge. Yeah, I'm writing that down. Uh, no, Just I check you know the fucking text you sent me last week. You don't even need to write sh- it down. <laughs> Nuzlocke Challenge is where you like put you make the you make Pokemon more challenging by like making it sad. You know, you, well, yeah, like if you if a Pokemon faints in battle, you have to get rid of it. It's considered dead. Uh, and you can only catch the first Pokemon you encounter in an area, and that's it. So it's like it's very it's hard, and, and, and it makes you like you know have to strategize uh, more. And but I'm you know but like I don't know how entertaining I would be. Every time I've tried to stream myself playing a video game, like that is a that is not a fun thing to do. It is. Very stressful, well, I feel. If you if you if you start trying and then keep trying, you can always fall back. Like if you make a bunch of shitty videos that like no one really cares about, you can eventually parlay that into a podcast where the other person <laughs> will carry all the heavy weight for you. I could do that. <laughs> it's something to think about. It's something to think about. Um, no, yeah, so no, I'm just, I've been very, uh, unhappy and, um. Are you feeling, and, like, unfulfilled because, like, uh, are you jealous of Philip right now? Oh, no, I'm not jealous. Philip has, woof, according to all of the, uh, the reviews for his book he's shoving down everyone's throat on social media, uh, he's very successful with this little thing. Yeah, I, I read about, uh, a quarter of it. Wow. I, I started reading it today. I'm at, like, about page 100. And it's really, really, really good. It's like, uh, it was a relief. I was telling Audrey about this because like a lot of the time when like someone that you like creates something creative, or at least that's how, this is how I always feel when I make something and share it. Like you're always afraid it's going to be bad. And then you have to like dig for scraps to like compliment them on. But like with Phillips writing, it's like, I mean, I've read his ship in the past on like a noiseless chatter, but I, I thought the fucking book's uh, been wonderful thus far, at least a hundred pages yeah. in. Maybe it, there's a lot of swears. Maybe it falls apart after that, and he gets into some <laughs> yeah. like uh, 
anti-Jewish uh, uh, rant near the end of the book, but so far it's good. Yeah, I think that is coming. If I'm not, uh, no, it is. It is good. Again, I haven't read as much as you, but I was. I was. Uh, well, you've only I had was, the book for like three months. So. Oh yeah, I did have the PDF that I opened once. Um, no, and I and and so Philip, thank you for writing a book about Resident Evil, the video game. I did not know that Resident Evil, like the first uh, rendition of it, because I only played the director's cut. So I didn't know that like the aiming didn't have lock on in, in the first resident. Uh, yeah, I, it was, that it was so that must be fucking impossible. It was fucking gnarly, but uh Lee Carver could still fucking use just the knife and beat the game. That's, disgu- that's he's, disgusting. He was a fucking maniac back in the day. I don't know if he's still that good, but like I would watch him in awe. Nah. Have you that's... really started reading the book? Yeah, of course. I'm proud of you. I thought you weren't gonna read it. No, I have it. it. Honestly, also, I find the texture of the book cover an absolute sensory delight. And then the size of the book is every book needs to be exactly that size and shape. Well, it's pretty small, but uh, I also I, I like it. I, I also distinctly I distinctly remember you saying you would never read a book where at the beginning of the book, the author didn't state specifically that they would never watch the NFL again if the players kept kneeling. <laughs> didn't you say that it's implied okay uh in the yeah uh no yeah and i also ordered the final fantasy 6 book but i don't i guess they're not sending it to me i don't know i don't know what happened with that so philip you could ask them it's a it's a, uh, it's a staggered release if you would have looked at the site for like more than a second hey am i am i reading websites or am i reading books danny you gotta choose one okay pal well there was like a book release before phillips and then i think there's you know more <sighs> that is so because I got boring. the Silent Hill one, and I haven't received that either, so it's a staggered mm. release. Sounds pretty staggering. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of staggering, Danny. Oh boy, am I staggered? Did you see the trailer for this uh, this Peacock exclusive Saved by the Bell uh, uh, reboot? No. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the cool trailer. No. I wish I could figure out. Uh, I don't want to see it, banana so we could watch this video together. It is. It looks Mario Lopez looks fantastic. He doesn't okay, age. Get, he doesn't age. Elizabeth Berkeley. And this isn't even like being me being sexist. She looks undead and intense in a way that I'm really not into. Well, Sean, on Sean, what, what, you, what? You know that she continued to have a problem with caffeine pills after Saved by the Bell, right? <laughs> Oh my god! And the, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Danny. Can I tell you this, please? So, not only are they playing the "I'm so excited" like halfway through the trailer, they play it for too long. Then it shows Jesse, who I guess is like a teacher now at Bayside. I don't know. She's like, uh, you know, uh, these kids have caffeine pills. She grabs them, and then she's like, you know, what are you doing with these? Like, don't you understand? these things are a rush you get excited and then you get more excited and then you ruin your chances of your girl groups recording day or something like that it's so like it's so fucking bad to use the term that the four channers use it's cringe and i i i'm can't wait to watch it speaking well, <laughs> of what another oh i have to there's it's like fuller house there's literally only one way they could have made that good is if they just continued the endless high school of the original show. Well, agreed. The original Saved by the Bell, not like God bless Miss Bliss or whatever the fuck, but yeah. uh, just Saved by the Bell. And they 
at their ages continued to play high school students. Yeah, pull a, a wet hot American summer on it. Yeah, I would absolutely ever watch that. Yeah, yeah. I would lo- that would be incredible. And then somehow make nice nice with uh with uh Screech. Because uh, he's a maniac. Um, but I think the only people that are fucking in it are Jesse and uh, AC Slater. Um, I know Belden ain't doing anything, but he didn't show up in the trailers. Apparently, Zach is the governor of California. Of course he'd be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I gotta watch it. Also, there's a show, uh, there's a show on Netflix called The Big Show Show. Are you familiar with this, <laughs> Danny? No. Oh boy. It's uh you know the big show, the WrestleMan? Yeah. Yeah, he's a old he's a he's a professional wrestler. Um he's very tall and he's very big and he's very strong. And this is a sitcom. And it is uh, it is one of the worst things I have ever seen. It has so many scenes in it. Like I think every episode has like 35 scenes. It's it's just it's crazy. The the cadence of the show, everything about it is bananas and I am obsessed with it. Is this it is uh, atrocious? Is this in the same cinematic universe as the Kane Sino Evil films? <laughs> I can only assume. Also like it's really weird the way they like reference other wrestlers and stuff yeah. because like you know, the, uh, so someone made a comment because in the show, his name is Big Show and he was a former wrestler and they make references to The Undertaker and stuff. And like also his wife calls him show like his wife. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's sh- fucking weird. It's sure it's for fucking, Big Show, Sean. Like you don't. It's that's weird, man. So, uh, so they're still keeping up kayfabe in this. It's fucking weird. But then they're like, well, yeah, it doesn't uh, someone mentioned like, well, yeah, it doesn't rock uh, do those movies. Doesn't rock, not the rock. It's, it's. I feel like there's a weird, like, contractual kind of like branding thing. I don't know. It's very strange. People always call him rock. Well, I don't know. It's very weird. Oh, also, there was. Oh, oh, this is great. So there's. He has. So this. This is the show. He has a very small wife, and then he has two daughters, and then a daughter from another marriage who's coming to live with them in Florida. Uh So it's him trying to be like, okay, older daughter, we need to really reconnect because I'm Big Show. I love you. And, uh, and, oh, and he eats big sandwiches. And then, uh, and so there's three daughters, the, the oldest daughter has no personality. That's the one that he's trying to like make connections with. And then you have the youngest daughter who's kind of a criminal who's like supposed to be funny, but she talks too fast and she's a shitty actor. Mm -hmm. And then you have the middle daughter who's just Lisa Simpson. So she's like political and like, in like, you know, but like, it's a very vague political kind of like uh, thing to not upset anybody during these, like, yeah, (laughs) during these trying times. And there was a, there was a, a part where, um, you know, she has like these action figures of like of like uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Rosa Parks, and and then she points to another one and Ellen DeGeneres, but it's clearly Hillary Clinton, which means that they bought this thing expecting it to be Hillary Clinton, and she making reference that that's Hillary Clinton, and then somewhere, somewhere along along the line, said, "No, no, no, we want to make sure that everyone can enjoy this show." So say it's Ellen DeGeneres. Well, now they got to edit that. I know. <laughs> It's a fucking wild ride, man. I really, I can't imagine it gets picked up for a second. Uh, no, nah, Hil- Hillary's too, de- too too divisive. Uh, go with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> go with Weinstein, America's favorite movie man. Um, 
Yeah, so that's that's what I've been can feeling. You, as someone who like spends too much time on Twitter, can you explain to me more of the Ellen thing other than just like working conditions on her show were terrible? Oh, like, I would love to. Has she been up, up to no good, really? Oh, yeah. You're canceled, bitch. Uh, that's my new catchphrase. Real quick. And, yeah. I want to suggest. <laughs> so many real quicks. It's like real quick inception. Go on. Well, I for the last 20 minutes, you've basically just been reading out of like a terrible TV guide. Thank so you. I got to throw out these real quicks. <laughs> real quick, if you're out there, are you, Sean, and you feel like you're safe to call Ellen DeGeneres the B word? Yeah. I just want to remind you that she's friends with David Blaine, so I would be very careful. <laughs> um, well, that, okay, that actually does, I'll bleep that out and okay, be fine. Um, so apparently, from what I understand about this situation is, she has been, uh, for years, there have been stories about, you know, her being notoriously cruel and mean and uh and and uh demanding on her show right and but then which is also very you know obviously that those stories contrast with how she appears on the show which is super nice and caring and crying about dogs and people except and giving away things except being mean to taylor swift was she mean to taylor swift well she always did that thing of like making a joke about like her dating a bunch of guys oh it's like bitch if you were f- oh no Oh no! Oh, wow! Oh, you're we're both oh, getting blamed. No. <laughs> I, no fucking joke, used "blamed" as a verb yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's the times yeah. we live in, man. Nothing's <laughs> safe. That's a story for another day. And David Blaine really can get you at any fucking time. I know he's amazing, but uh, I had to chase him out of I had to chase him out of the kitchen the other day. He was licking <laughs> the beaters, but uh. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know how he got in the house. Oh, what I was saying is, you know, like, oh, and she also was fucking mean to Rich Evans, kind of. Who's that? Rich, Who's Rich Evans? From Red Letter Media. Oh, okay. The man with the best laugh in the world. I, I only know Mr. Plunkett. Yeah, he plays Mr. Plunkett and ha- oh. half in the bag. He's I love not, him. He's not the voice of Mr. Plunkett in the Star Wars reviews. That's Mike. Anyway, there is a... There's a picture from Red Letter Media of Rich Evans as a little kid at a showbiz pizza birthday party with a shirt his grandma made that said, Dick the birthday boy. And that that ended up on the Ellen DeGeneres show when Julia Roberts, Roberts is on there. That's funny, though. Why was she so mean to him? What did she say about him? I don't recall. I don't have a, oh. a photographic memory, but... uh. Well, you also remember, remember my big thing against uh, that the, the band The Cream Pies? Who who was on Ellen? Remember the, that the Bills Donuts people's? Yeah, who, people. Okay, I'll I'll recap it really quick. So, cream pies is a sexual act, and these broy muscle bound goofs uh, were on the Ellen Show, and they're from Centerville, Ohio, home of Bills Donuts, which is a donut establishment that Danny and I spent countless hours at until nigh on wee hours of the morn. You could count them. It, you could count them. Uh, it was a lot though. Uh, and, uh, and they said, uh, oh yeah, the, you know, we love Bill's Donuts, a donut shop in our hometown. And we always went in there to get the cream pies. And there's no such thing as a cream pie at Bill's Donuts that they're talking about is cream pie, the sex act, but these a, are sex deviants, but a cream pie is still a real pie. It's, it's still a real pie, but they don't sell pies at Bill's Donuts. I'm pretty they sure they've sell, had pies. They don't, they have muffins. 
they have uh, then that and they have mu- they have muffins, and then they have donuts. So that's why Ellen is canceled. No, yep, <laughs> no, she's. So apparently she ha- was always notoriously awful to people and everyone's known about that for years. Blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Um, uh, and uh, but apparently some of the stuff that was going on, um, there was like a lot of like sexual harassment and uh, and like, I guess. I don't know. I don't know all the deets, but there was some some basically people were getting sexually harassed and Ellen uh, didn't do anything about it. Oh. So it's yeah. So she's. Not only is she awful, but she's canceled. Well, with the, with the show that big, wouldn't that be up to like production people to handle that sort of thing, or like HR? Uh, yeah, but if you're like, I, like if you were, don't, if you worked on the Ellen Show and like got bad coffee out of a vending machine, you wouldn't try to return the coffee to Ellen. I don't know. Would you? <laughs> I would. I'd get my change back. Uh, she has one of those little like arcade man uh, change. <laughs> coin things uh no I, I i don't think it does work like that i think in those situations like that show is so fucking big that ellen is just like the talking head like a president or something well look at look at any miramax movie you know what i mean like you know the weinstein was all behind that you're gonna go to the you know the miramax hr and like you know what i mean so it's 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 people also probably don't go to places because so, they're. Oh, so Ellen was sexually assaulting people? I, no, I don't think Ellen was. I think it was people that, around her and then that she knew about it, but it was still like people like higher up. I don't know all the deets. So I can't look. I'm not the news, but you're like you know? totally against news. her. Oh, yeah. Kill her. Uh, <laughs> string her up, you know, <laughs> put her in a chipper. I don't know. Um, I like Miramax. Yeah, they're great movies, and I think everyone can relate to all the characters. They're very well. See, that's what I produced. that's what I feel like people are doing is they're they're focus on the Weinstein, not the Miramax. <laughs> they're they're focused on uh, the Michael Jackson, not the uh, the Dangerous the album. Dangerous, it's the best Michael Jackson album. Fight me. Uh, so, Danny, I tell you what, I my my mouth is sweating. I need to get some water in here. All right. You want me to talk um, then? No, I was going to take a small break. We haven't even got started. Oh, really? Really? Holy shit. I mean, we're like 30 minutes in. Let me ask you this real fast. Okay. Because there's, let me at least get through some stuff. Cause I want, I need to get this out. Cause I, I, I got questions and I need answers. Okay. But I'd like to real quick, uh, I'm going to tease once again. Oh boy. And we're teasing everybody. There's going to be a real challenge later. I hope Danny doesn't chicken out. Bagaka gabak. Okay, go on. I have questions. I need answers. And <laughs> doesn't matter who you are. If you have the answers, I want to hear them. You could be uh, some random bozo who just wrote a Resident Evil book. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, you could be uh, Sean Green. <laughs> or, Another kind of bozo. Oh, okay, got it. Pardon my French. Yeah. Have you ever seen a dog door in real life? Or just in movies and TV? Huh. I have questions. I need answers. (laughs) I, (laughs) I don't, you know what? I don't know. 
I feel like I've seen them on reality shows, so that's kind of like that's real life. scripted stuff, though. Hmm. So I guess in the script they needed a dog door, <laughs> huh? I have questions. <laughs> I need answers. Okay. <laughs> if if Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, and Bill Nye are so smart, why don't they have like better bodies? <laughs> wow, like, that is make that a is... <laughs> make a potion, fucking idiot, or like learn a diet. Uh, <laughs> Mister Wizard was fucking ripped. They don't have like any excuse. It's... I have questions. Oh, I need answers. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny because like if this was a normal show and we were in the same room, I imagine there's probably would probably have some sort of music that would go along with your. Uh, I have questions. I have need the answers. This is just a casual conversation, man. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. you're right. I'm sorry. I was thinking of something else. Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay um i don't so are you asking me i have questions oh i need answers okay what's the point of a bed frame uh, like they're just hmm. for kids right no i mean no i think everyone uh, should have a bed frame why has there ever been a moment where you were like fuck i'm glad i have a bed frame no, actually, it, it's only it's only hurt. Like I, I stub my toe on mine at least once a week. Uh, you know, Uncle Lou, you know, would hide under there when he got scared. Aren't you, you ever? Know? Aren't you ever worried that uh, it'll come apart and fall on Uncle Lou? Oh my god! Like it seems like a cat trap. Why do we even have this thing? I've got questions. I need answers. Huh. Have you ever bought mothballs? <laughs> no. I, I don't think anyone has. They sell them I've, somehow. I've seen them, though, in real life. Who Have you ever seen someone buy them other than uh, uh, Reese's Pieces and Terminator? No. What? The, what? The classic whodunit Terminator. <laughs> Who buys mothballs in that movie? Uh, Reese. Because he uses them to make those bombs that literally do nothing until the very end of the movie. Oh, I've seen that movie like once. Um, the first Terminator is good. Like, I didn't. It's fine. I never watched it until recently because I'd been exposed to the sequels that were fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. But the first movie, a, it's a slasher film. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh my God! Speaking of slasher films, oh, woo, woo! I saw that host. That was not a slasher film. Oh my God! Yikes! You seen it? Yeah, it's on. It's on Zoom. Oh my God! It's on. They made a movie about COVID. Oh my God! It's scary, but it's about Zoom. It's very good. If you're on, if you have Shutter, get online and check it out. Uh, Oh boy, we. I scared. I. I screamed, Danny. Well, that's not that surprising. I scared. I screamed very loud. I keep on saying I scared. <laughs> like, through screamed. I scared so loud. Uh, it was scary. So You also screamed when we watched Beethoven second. Well, that, you know, that bully was awful to, <laughs> to Beethoven kids. Did you, uh, did you end up watching One Cut of the Dead yet? No. What the fuck? I forgot about it. 
like ho- the host was good. Well, wait, host was good, not as good as the old Korean the host. But uh, One Cut of the Dead conservatively is about a million times better than all those movies put together. I comp- I actually forgot about. Is it subtitled? Yeah, it's a Japanese film. Oh boy. Look, man, I need to be really like in the mood to be able to go get through a subtitled film. Did you I'm not trying to be like I'm dumb, but like it's, it's it you got to get into a mindset. It's a, it fatigues you. Did you ever try to get into balloon animals? Probably. Of course. Okay. We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And we're back. Oh boy! Uh, uh, uh. Wouldn't it be weird? <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> your all-time favorite song was "Oh Susanna." Oh my God, that would. I have questions. Be... <laughs> I need answers. <laughs> Can you imagine though? Like, I feel like it would be embarrassing in certain situations. If to, would, to have to admit that your favorite all time song was Oh Susanna. Well, and that's honestly, it's it's just like that fucking creep Elon Musk, his favorite song. We've talked about this, right? I don't I don't believe so. Okay. His you know what his favorite song is, Danny? Is it Oh Susanna? It's kind of along the same lines. Uh it's a song that I don't think anyone owns. Uh it's uh Santa Claus is coming to town. Huh. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's fucking, that's weird. That guy's a fucking mutant. I hate that guy. I wonder if he just said that for like publicity. I don't think he's that clever. I think he's a pretty clever man. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, he's never read my book. He's uh, successfully put garbage into space. Well, you know what? Uh, I he know put a fucking that. car into space. I put cars into the river all the time and always get in trouble. <laughs> I hate it. That's funny. Uh, I hate him. I hate him. I hate so, him. He's a uh, bad person. I need you to strap in here a little bit because we do have kind of a long segment that's coming up. Oh, speaking of strap in, you know, Danny, you 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 losing a bunch of weight looking like a strapping young man. You're looking pretty strong. Are you strong or are you just an old goth Frasier like what I've been hearing from people? Are you going to back down from the challenge later in this episode? Okay, go on. That's a tease. <laughs> I like the the passion in your voice. Thanks. <laughs> Who called me a goth Frasier? I can't remember, but it was very funny. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, okay. So... A lot of people don't know this, but I have I do some things on this show that are kind of pet peeves of Sean. Would, yes. you, would you say that's true? Oh, one yeah, the, without a doubt. One of the things that Sean really dislikes is when I basically just describe an entire movie that I've seen. Would you say that's true? Yeah, that. Uh, yes, I would say that's true. So this time I'm not going to do that at all. Oh, because I'm trying to be nicer. But this time I'm going to describe an entire movie script I read. Okay. Why? Who reads movie scripts? I do. Oh. 
So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Sean and I actually have like a little video project idea in the works right now. And uh, normally when I've like scripted things out, I've done it extremely crude, which it doesn't really fucking matter. But for whatever reason, I wanted to do this in the more kind of traditional script form format. You following me here? Uh-huh. Are you using Trilby? No, I'm so... using uh, Fade In. Oh, I see. Yeah. Continue. So uh, was it Fade In or Fade? Yeah, Fade In. So uh, I happened to notice that there was a free like script writing 101 course on Udemy. So I figured, you know, I could at least probably find the basics out of this, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I start it. It's uh, by a, a man whose name is uh, David D. Ford. Uh, huh. Are you familiar with his work? I'm not. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, David D. Chevy, I, I certainly am. <laughs> hey, David D. Ford, you know, he got fired from his first job because he could never get to work because uh, of his car trouble. <laughs> so. So you can find this course on Udemy <laughs> if you look up, you know, David Ford uh, script writing or whatever. So, like, if 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 you're so interested, if you're so inclined, after I talk about it a little bit, but uh, I'm like, you know, whatever. It's a it's a small course. It's free. I can't imagine it's going to be the most the most amazing thing. Yeah, but it should give me the basics. So, uh, the first red flag was uh, when. Uh, in the introduction, he talked about winning awards for like Christian films. Oh, and I was like, I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. Like, you know, I'm sure it was a fucking Christian that wrote like Casablanca, you know? Yeah. And uh, that just probably means there's not going to be no swears in here. Yeah. So uh, in the very beginning, uh, is kind of introduces himself. And then he's like, I want you to read. Uh, I'm putting up one of my scripts. To, for you to read so you can get kind of the basics before we go into it. And uh, you only need to read like the first 30 pages or so just to get okay. kind of a feeling. I read the entire goddamn thing. Like, oh, my God. 120, 120 is like the average. Now, this is this is a little under that. This might be closer to like 110 pages. But after I got to a certain point, there was no way I wasn't like reading the entire thing. So it's a real page turner, huh? Yeah, it was a real uh, PDF scroller. So... Uh, <laughs> I would have been so mad if I had to print this out. <laughs> um, the title of the script is Bigfoot Must Die. Oh. Written by David D. Ford. And then that's when I realized, well, it was a little bit on. I realized I had seen a Bigfoot film on Amazon Prime that had some like Christian undertones to it. Oh, God. And I looked it up. David D. Ford did that. <gasps> you know what? Actually, it makes sense because that's... So that's the missing link. They would hate him because that's proof that, you know, man used to be a bunch of monkeys. So they're afraid of him. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Right. Uh, I don't know, but this is at least at, at the minimum, his second Bigfoot script, unless it's his first, but you would think if you're putting up a screenwriting course, you'd want to put up one of your best examples, right? Yeah. Okay. So this, this movie it opens up in a, an elementary school. <laughs> okay. Oh. And uh, guess what? Uh, there's a, a split up couple that has a kid. It's the daughter's recital. Fucking Jack isn't even there. Oh, my God. Jack is the father that just can't get it together. 
So like the mom calls and like he's like making out with some younger girl on a couch and all this shit. Mm. So she's the mom Melody is like whatever Jack just make sure you're not late to her birthday party tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> we got this kid booked throughout the fucking week. Fucking right off the bat we're action packed. Recitals, birthdays. <laughs> it's get big. So uh Jack wakes up the next day late oh my god jack he gets to the house and the party's already over Mm. and uh sarah that's his daughter uh her stepdad answers the door and this guy's name is bill and from from reading this entire script i can tell you his number one purpose in this film is to get hit in the face with things (laughs) okay so uh there's also a scene involved in here with that for whatever reason shows the the town sheriff sleeping on his car in his driveway and his wife always lets uh their dog out and it goes to shit in the neighbor's yard okay and the neighbor happens to be cutter a redneck character who's prominent later on who eventually builds a booby trap catapult that shoots the dog out of the yard through a window okay which would be you know, super easy to pull off and i imagine a low budget film yeah, just, just kill a dog for this terrible film. Well, they uh, don't have souls, remember? Oh yeah, that's true. So Jack gets there, you know, argues a little bit with Bill and Melody, and then uh, goes upstairs to, you know, apologize to his daughter, and she's not fucking having it until he says, "How about we go camping?" Oh, yeah, and then she's all about it, and for whatever reason, like Melody and Bill know that jack's a big fucking idiot loser but they're like sure we'll trust a child with you in the woods man this guy sounds like he's probably on beers <laughs> oh yeah so but they're gonna go camping so they're gonna figure everything out so basically everything's resolved right yeah you think right you would think the next day <sighs> oh no he goes to work at game core incorporated He's a game developer. It's a medium-sized uh, video game software production production company in the town. Ah, uh, yes, yes, reality. <laughs> you know, with like a big uh, office building, like in a small town. Of course, Grandma's and, boy. Uh, everything about this company is very realistic. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm actually gonna read a little bit of the script to get in here. I'm all here. If that's fine. Yes. Uh, okay. Interior- also, real quick, real quick, uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, this segment, this what you're doing now, completely into this. So where I don't like you reciting, you know, you know, scene for scene movies you've seen, I love this. What's happening? Okay, so please continue. Where I'm about to read most of a script. Yes, for some reason I okay. really am into it. Well, maybe we can uh, we can perform this the entirety of Bigfoot Must Die at some point. I would love that. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a Patreon subscriber exclusive. Actually. Uh, do you want me to send you the PDF of this and then you can read the dialogue and I'll read the action? Yeah, cool. Put it on pa- Patreons. <laughs> I'm just talking about for this episode. No, I know. I know. I was joking. We're not doing a Patreon. Um, Do you want me to send you this? Yeah, please. All right. Hit, hit us with that pause music. Uh, I'll, okay, I'm going to pause it. All right. When we're back from the doing that administrative side to this uh and it's gonna be worth it because you're gonna get to hear sean perform his ass off 
<laughs> so I'll, I'll be reading the slug lines and the action, and you're going to do all the dialogue, all right? Oh, so I get to be multiple characters yeah, here? Yeah, and throw out different voices. And I feel like with how deep these characters are, it shouldn't be hard to get like a grasp of them and what voice uh, David D. Ford wants you to do the voice for, okay? Sweet, yeah, man. So just follow along here. Mm-hmm. Interior Game Core Incorporated continuous. Video game paraphernalia de- decors the walls of the main office. Okay. There are several workers in various adjoining offices and cubicles. Interior, main office. I'm not going to read the continuous stuff. No one knows, needs to care about that. Jack knocks on the open door of his boss's office. He has an art canvas carrying case in hand. This is knock, Jack. Knock. Okay, this is Jack. Um, Wait, <clears> why <throat> does Jack say knock, knock? Because he's coming into his office. Oh, the door is open. The door is open. Yeah, he says knock, knock. Yeah. Uh, how should Jack sound? So Jack is kind of a scuzz. He's kind of a fuck up, right? Think of so, like, a, I would say more of like a, a grown up rural Jess. Okay. Because clearly, knock. clearly women are in love with him. Okay. Knock, knock. Uh, interior, Kasuki's office. Because remember, we're in a video game. Ah uh, yes, in uh, what's what? Where does this take place? Oregon. Ah, that's it. But like, I'm sure it's like a pretty modern take on like an Asian mm-hmm. man. Jack's boss, Mister Kasuki, forties, Asian, sits at his desk talking on the phone. Mister Kasuki has a prosthetic arm with an electric hand that holds a cup of coffee. <gasps> <laughs> Mister Kasuki also speaks with an Asian accent. He waves oh, Jack no. in. Danny, this is going to get me canceled. <laughs> If you um, if you also remember, my idea for the Jurassic Park remake was a shot-for-shot shot remake, except for the fact that Jeff Goldblum has a prosthetic robotic hand. That's true. <laughs> that is, and uh, uh, instead of, it was uh, Helen Hunt instead of Laura Dern. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Jack. Okay. Uh, oh, good morning, Mr. Kazuki. Uh, I mean, I can't. I... <laughs> morning, Jack. Have seat. We'll be with you shortly. That's ex- okay. Do you want me to do it? Or you could do it. You could do it. I'm afraid of getting canced. Okay. That is exactly the. Oh my god! I mean, it's written. Morning, Jack. It... Have seat. We'll be with you shortly. <laughs> okay, this is great. I mean, Jack nods and moves to his shelf of framed photos. Uh, yeah, this is Mr. Kasuki on the phone. Yes, I think that would be good game, but I want lots of blood and gore because that is what gamers want. They want realism. My concept artist just walked in. I call you back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I also love Kazuki or Kazuki, which is clearly like Japanese sounding. It's also Japanese people make a lot of video games. Like they're kind of known in the industry for it. But it's he's an Asian man with an well, Asian accent. Yeah, but these are there's a, maybe a little stereotypical things, but I don't think it'll keep continuing on with this character. Oh, okay, cool. Jack glares at a framed photo on a shelf. Framed photo. Mr. Kasuki is in hiking apparel in the woods, cheesing for the camera. In another photo, Mr. Kasuki is ninja suit, (laughs) minus the hood, holding nunchucks out front. I I think he meant Mr. Kasuki is in a ninja suit, but it just says Mr. Kasuki is ninja suit. Well, I think he's he's really getting into the mind of Kasuki here. Yeah, uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. it's, it's like a stereotypical kind of racist uh, dialogue <laughs> bled into his brain. Mr. Mr. Kazuki, Kazuki pulls out the... a, a bowl of steaming ramen from his <laughs> desk drawer. 
it gets worse. Mr. Oh. Kasuki hangs up the phone and rises. He bows, and Jack bows back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Very important call. <laughs> You're giving the cadence the cadence of Mrs. Kim. I like it uh, <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm channeling too much Korean in here. <laughs> no problem. You do a lot of hiking every weekend. Help me relax. <laughs> Jack. Just just for a reminder, if anyone, if this has been put up on the internet somewhere, m- me, myself, Casey Robertson, feels like, you know, I'm just performing someone else's writing. So it's not on yeah. me, Casey it's Robertson. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, guy who writes about toys and sitcoms. Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Casey. Casey Robertson. <laughs> Casey Robertson. Yeah. Uh Jack glances at Mr. Kasuki's electric hand. Is that a new percent prosthesis? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the way Jack would Yeah, Jack is dumb. That. that was a character yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I know what prosthesis yes, is. It is our new prototype that we develop used in gaming for people like me that can't hold controller, but it also can be used for everyday tasks. Watch this. Mr. Kasuki pushes a button on the side of the prosthetic arm and the electric hand opens. He quickly maneuvers his other hand to grab the coffee cup. That's handy. No pun intended. None taken. No. What the fuck? <laughs> That's my one of my favorite lines. Don't worry. No puns taken. It has pretty good grip, too. Mr. Kasuki moves his hand towards Jack. Put her there. Okay. Jack handshakes the electric hand and Mr. Kasuki pushes another button. Do you see where this is going? Oh my God, I love this. The electric hand closes on Jack's hand. Man, that's a pretty good grip. Very tight. Mr. Kasuki pushes the button to open the electric hand, but spills the coffee on the button panel in the process. The electric hand short circuits and sparks fly. The electric hand opens and closes quickly on Jack's hand. Jack cringes in pain as Mr. Kasuki pushes the buttons frantically. It's breaking my hand. Turn it off. It's not working. <laughs> now I feel like we have a pretty good understanding of Jack and Mr. Kasuki now, right? I yeah, I definitely feel that. Basically, uh actually there's no way I can skip a certain part of this scene before we move on. So let's keep moving down. Basically, what he's trying to do is uh he, he, he shows Mr. Kasuki a poster of like a werewolf holding a machine gun. Mm-hmm. That's his concept for the video game design because that's how video game design works. You just like draw a mm-hmm. poster. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Lots of blood. That's what American like. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Kasuki doesn't like it because werewolves no use machine guns, Jack. And uh, so he he's like, I need a new idea by Monday. And Jack is basically like, oh, shit, you know, I'm taking Sarah out camping. It has to be oh. after that or whatever. He's like, oh, my my mother's funeral or my grandmother's funeral. And it like even goes back into that old joke, like, how many grandmothers you have, Jack? Two died this year. And he's like, <laughs> That's oh. That's old Zach Morris joke. Yeah, yeah. It's all that stuff. And uh, eventually, like, Mr. Kasuki lets him in. But uh, Jack's always been on thin ice. And I'll tell you, let me scroll down and find out to show you why he is. Oh. All right. Go down to page 13. Okay. I'm there. All right. Do you see the flashback there? Yes. All right. Flashback game developers conference. This was a while ago. 
Mm. Jack and several other employees with game core shirts, and this is exactly what you'll see at a gaming convention. Uh-huh. Uh, stand in front of boards that are set up on cinder blocks. Mr. Kasuki speaks to the audience. We at GameCore take pride in our work. We believe we can achieve more than average game developer. We utilize mind over body, and we harness power of creativity from within. And my team of developers will now demonstrate this for you. Kasuki looks to his GameCore employees on stage and raises his hand. All seem focused and ready except Jack, who doesn't appear to want to be there. Uh, ready to break the competition. Hi! The employees, that was pretty good. I'm getting into was, this character. Yeah, that was good. I need to call David D. Ford, whose number, <laughs> whose number and email is on the front of the script. Oh, thank God. Uh, the employees go down the road, successfully breaking the boards with their hands. When it comes to Jack, he strikes the board, but the board doesn't break. Jack grits his teeth in pain, holding his hand. Ah, crap! Mr. Kasuki rushes up to Jack. What are you doing? Break board! I can't. You break board. Mind over matter. People watching. You embarrass Kazuki. Okay, okay. Jack focuses on the board and tries again, but hurts his hand again. Kazuki angrily breaks the board with one swift punch. He then turns to Jack and rips off the button from his shirt that says GameCore on it. Kazuki <laughs> then turns to the audience. You must forgive Jack. He newcomer to GameCore. He is a dishonor to GameCore and will be punished. <laughs> he must now break coffee. Make coffee every morning till he break board. The audience laughs. Exit flashback. So you see, Jack has been on thin ice for a while. After well, he, yeah. After he failed to do his uh, racist <laughs> boss's racistly visualized karate challenge. I mean, they, they do the same stuff at that, uh, you know, Ubisoft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to scroll down a little bit, a uh, little bit of scene with Cutter here. That's completely unimportant. Okay. We are, all right, go down to page 18. All right. I'm there. Now, uh, Jack has already picked up Sarah after being able to secure the weekend off. Sure. And, <laughs> uh, so they're on their way camping. And they they're gonna stop, you know, for supplies and stuff. So yeah. go down, go down to the bottom of the page there. Do you see where we're at? The interior of the Big Creek store. Yes. Okay. A touristy gift shop store with all kinds of Indian trinkets, postcards, souvenirs, etc. Jack and Sarah are looking around when Jack comes to a stuffed bobcat, then moves to a statue of Bigfoot carved in wood. He then comes to an Indian statue that is holding a spear. Perfect. Jack, Jack greets the statue with a raised hand. Oh, boy. <laughs> How? The statue speaks and turns out not to be a statue after all, but a real Native American. Okay. <laughs> do you want to be the Native American? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. I beg your pardon? Oh, God. What? What? <laughs> How's it any worse than what no, you did? No, I was laughing. Well, mine was perfect. Oh. Mine seemed very authentic. Yours seemed like one quarter Sam Elliott, three quarters uh, <laughs> Indian. What the fuck are you doing here? Uh, what the fuck, no. Jack? Jack jumps out of his skin. Whoa! You scared me half to death. I thought you was a statue. Okay, actually, you've actually you've improved. Say... You've made Jack a lot better with that voice. <laughs> Thank you. I think <laughs> that it really works better if you do a racist voice for everyone. I know because he actually even he, he, it, the line is, "I thought you was a statue." I didn't even <laughs> have to like. 
that's wonderful. You also notice that he typoed woe into woe. It's <laughs> yeah. D- yeah. W-O-E. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Native oh. Americans line. All right, I'm going I'm to do that one over again. Whoa, you scared me half to death. I thought you was a statue. Easy mistake. I was visiting a distant land. I am a shaman. My name is Squatting Bear. Squatting Bear, fifties, rises from the stool. Jack shakes his hand. Squatting Bear? That's a unique name. When I when I came into this world, my father named me after the first thing he saw. Oh, it just okay. Okay. To- okay. So, just to clarify, yeah. Other this is going to get bad. This is going to get real bad. Other like, than, I already know what's happening. Other than the main family, our character so far is a Japanese man who runs a video game store and does ninja shit on the side and <laughs> yep. has a robot arm and makes his employees break <laughs> boards. <laughs> our second character is an Indian named Squatting Bear. Yeah. Because, you know, the old idea of like... Uh, their parents, the first thing they see, they name their kid, which, yeah, you know, is still obviously going on today in Oregon. It's not just, mm-hmm. you know, family names and stuff. Yep. It's a very old, old, bad, racisty joke. Who that, was uh, inside a store holding a spear, like yep. a- astral projecting because he's a shaman. <laughs> yep. That's him. Yep. <laughs> so those are our characters so far. And uh, let's go back down, go to the next page 20. Okay. Another Indian enters the shop from the back. Tall tree, 30s, seven foot tall. Jesus Christ. Sarah gawks at the large man. So how is is it just convenient that when he was born, his parents just saw a tall tree and then he became seven foot tall? It, oh, I think it's because of that. That's the way strange Indian magic works, Danny. <laughs> uh, and then he goes on. This is my brother. He doesn't say much, but he lacks up for strength. So it's like. A giant idiot character mm-hmm. who doesn't really talk. Uh, they do uh, like a little gag where Tall Tree likes to bear hug people and it hurts. Uh, cool. Go down to, let's see. Where's the one part I don't want to skip? I can just summarize it. He uh, Jack pays to rent uh, canoes. Sure. And uh, Squatting Bear offers to throw in some peyote on top of that. That's uh what? That, oh yeah. Okay. Here it is, right that's, here. What? Uh, that's Peruvian. That doesn't even make any sense. I think some uh, American Indians. Had, no, Peyote was like a cactus. You're thinking of uh, ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm the racist. But yeah, you are. But squ- squatting bear says we can rent you a canoe. It will cost thirty dollars for the both of you. I can also throw in some peyote for an extra twenty. He's saying this to like Jack and his eight year old kids. <laughs> So, huh. we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack buys, uh, Jack rents the canoe and stuff and gets some supplies. Uh, the daughter goes to the bathroom at one point because I think there's just like, she has a great dialogue scene where she says, I have to pee. And then she goes to the bathroom and when she comes out, she runs into uh, Squatting Bear and Tall Tree with Tall Tree getting into a Bigfoot costume. Okay. Uh, because what they like to do is, you know, scare white people by like dressing up as Bigfoot and then squatting bear videotapes it. Got it. I love it. So Sarah's like, can you do that to scare my dad? That'd be hilarious. 
even though this is like an eight mile stretch of river, somehow they'll be able to find the campsite, no problem. Yeah. Right? So uh gonna let me find this next spot. I want you to give your opinion on how you feel the movie is going so far. Okay. I mean, already we're like in the twenties, and a, a, this is a lot's happening. A lot of cool characters have been introduced. I feel like I really get to know like Jack, and I'm kind of I'm rooting for him, you know. Obviously, you know to get to get on Sarah's good side, you know. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable like uh, attaching your name to a production of Bigfoot Must Die? I I think I would, of course. If this it was is... if it was Sean Green's Bigfoot <laughs> Must Die. <laughs> My name's all over Marty Jenkins and the Vampire Bitches. So I, it's if I was going to get canceled, it would have happened a long time ago. Was there a lot of racist stuff in that? There's some not racist. There's some. It's bad. <laughs> it's well, a bad movie. And I don't. I, I don't remember. I don't remember a whole lot about it. What was questionable? I don't want to talk about. Uh, okay. Please continue. People love when we bring stuff up and then like don't mm-hmm. give them closure. Go ahead and go down to page twenty-four. I love it. I'm don't worry, there. folks. We only have like ninety pages to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm there. All right, go down to uh, the middle. Okay. Okay. Exterior Grants Pass Wilderness and uh, official Eric. If is there really a Grants Pass in Oregon that you're familiar with? If so, I'd be very careful. <laughs> a rabbit hops near the base of the mountainside. Suddenly, a furry hand snatches the rabbit up. Why is furry hand in all caps? That's like giving you the focus of the action. Got it. Okay. And, so, it, well, well and, done. and when things are like being introduced. So oh, like okay. Bigfoot, all in caps, holds the rabbit and pets it, loving on it. The uh-huh. creature turns but trips over a rock and falls to the ground atop the bunny. He raises up and hold up the rabbit, holds up the rabbit that is dead and momentary and is momentarily sad. I'm I'm assuming that's Bigfoot, not the dead rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot then reclines on the ground under a tree near the edge of a cliff and uses the rabbit as a pillow. Okay. The beast yawns and closes his eyes and taking an afternoon nap. So it's like a real cut up kind of Bigfoot, <laughs> right? This is hilarious. Yeah. So uh, good. Good. Get on to the next page. Okay. Because uh, keep in mind, the the Indian stereotype characters are moving in to scare them with the fake costume. But it looks well, we like established that there's a real Bigfoot. It looks like Jack's about to cross paths with a different kind of Bigfoot altogether. Oh my! God. So, <laughs> this is like a cartoon plot. Yeah. So uh, let's see. When Sarah moves away, Jack moves near the edge, unzips his pants, and pees off the edge. This is also the second pee scene. <laughs> Bigfoot continues to nap on the lower level of the cliff when urine hits him in the face. The beast wakes, growls, confused. He raises up, looks up, and shields the wetness with his hand. Bigfoot then sniffs his hand, and upon the realization that it is urine, jumps to his feet and growls angrily. Jack zips up, unaware of the creature below. Jack continued to himself. Jack. Uh, oh, oh, I'm talking. Uh, it's me? Yeah. Ah, uh, much better. As Jack turns to leave, he slips, and a fist-sized rock tumbles off the edge. Whoa, careful, Jack. Bigfoot is glaring up when the rock strikes him between the eyes. He stumbles back, holding his head in pain, growls angrily. Cut to. 
So that's what <laughs> anger's big point, okay? Yep. PP so, in a rock. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's good. So uh Bigfoot <laughs> So Bigfoot is now investigating what's going on. Sure. When he gets closer, Sarah is playing the flute, the mm-hmm. instrument that we first saw her play in the recital in the opening. Oh, so you'd bring like a like a professional like <laughs> like orchestral flute <laughs> to the woods. That's I don't think good. I don't think that's hard to bring a flute. I'm sure it's like a high school flute. The hardest okay. the hardest part with this production is finding a seven foot tall Indian. That's true. That is yeah, that is true. Maybe that's why Tall Tree doesn't have a lot of lines because they didn't want to have to find one that could also be a great actor. Well, they I'm sure they could have probably just CG'd him. That's <laughs> even you know? better. Even better. Yeah. So uh basically to summarize a little bit what happens here is uh Bigfoot still Sarah <laughs> and uh Jack and Tall Tree and Squatting Bear all get knocked out at one point. But no, Jack gets for real knocked out. Although I think Tall Tree has a rock thrown at his head. A lot of people get stuff thrown in their face. Got it. So uh, Jack wakes up. But uh, the real Bigfoot takes Sarah. Yeah, up to his okay. mountainous cave. Okay. Where uh, there's all kinds of uh, like trinkets and stuff from like other campers. I don't know if it's trying to imply that he killed them or just like hmm. is a scavenger uh let's see uh oh he so he's like all right we got to go back and get sarah let me call the redneck guy who catapulted that dog from earlier in the movie oh yeah cutter yeah so cutter's involved and uh he uh cutter likes saying a lot of pretty racist stuff cool because he's a redneck and that's what rednecks do in this world where you can only be a stereotype. Yeah. Uh, we find out, because Cutter has always had a limp, we later find out that that was from Bigfoot. Oh, my God. Are you okay with me jumping this far ahead? Or do you want to Absolutely. Keep... Okay. So, basically, everyone, <laughs> every character that Jack meets has at some point encountered Bigfoot in the past. Okay. Even uh, Mr. Uh, Kasuki? Why do you think he has the prosthetic hand, man? Oh, my Lord. So there's a lot of shit we're skipping over. If you guys are more into Bigfoot Must Die, let (laughs) us know. We can work on this. Uh, Right now, you're just getting snippets here. But there's a lot of stuff happening. A lot of people getting hit in the face. Yeah. Uh, Bill and Melody show up in town because Sarah finds a cell phone in Bigfoot's cave. Okay. they're with the dumbass sheriff who's like an idiot and leading them in circles. But I want to get uh, to a certain point. So while I look for that, why don't you uh, give me your continued thoughts on Bigfoot Must Die? Um, I could see this. I could see this being a real romp. You know, uh, you can <laughs> give me your tell. honest fucking opinion. No, it sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. And you can tell that he lived a very sheltered, shitty little life, uh, you know, based on like cartoonish stereotypes uh, and plot devices, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I, you know, I can appreciate if you are aware of what you're doing and uh, and, um, y- you know, but he's not. I don't I really don't think that he is. This really makes me want to watch the other. This makes you want to watch one of his films. So this one never got made into a film. Is that correct? Not as far as I know. Uh, the film of his I have seen, Something in the Woods, did not follow this plot line. I wish it had. 
Okay. So but we're going to skip yeah. ahead and then we're going to read for a little bit, but go to page 56. Oh, wow. We are skipping. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. You need, you need to get a new scroll wheel after this. <laughs> uh, well, I can only, okay. I only have space for 59 more hours of recording. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm there. All right. Start her up, Jack. Um, Okay, I don't, I don't. Where, where are, are we? Just going in blind yeah, here. Yeah, okay, top we'll of fifty-six. I'll be cut. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I don't know. We got to do something. Are you supposed to do CPR on choke victims? Only if the heart stop. Just do rescue breathing. Two breaths every five seconds. How do you know that? I was a Boy Scout leader back in the days. Now, her do it. Why me? He's your friend, not mine. Oh yeah, squatting bear is choking on cookies. <laughs> we should have mentioned that <laughs> Jack kneels down by Squatting Bear who remains unconscious he glares down at Squatting Bear's mouth in disgust close oh, up yeah. Squatting Bear's mouth bits of crust chocolate and wetness surround the corners of his gaped open mouth Jack reluctantly leans into attempt rescue breathing as he leans close Squatting Bear comes to and coughs up gooey cookie all over Jack's face Jack frowns in disgust as Squatting Bear jolts up coughing. They love spitting stuff into people's faces, having stuff spilled into people's faces, <laughs> and having objects thrown into people's faces in this. He's, I, al- he's alive! Jack wipes his face. What happened? That cookie almost killed you there, Choking Bear. Jack helps uh, Squatting Bear up. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't forget to chew next time. <laughs> right. Squatting Bear goes back to sit on the stump and starts eating cookies again. (laughs) Squatter! Cutter notices something in the tree behind Jack. Cutter kneels down and inconspicuously picks up a rock. Oh, glad to see you haven't lost your appetite. Cutter moves near Jack, leans close. Yo, Jack, we got company. Oh, that wasn't the voice I was doing, was it? (laughs) No, that was like a... Yo, Jack, we got company. Don't look. There's a ninja in the tree behind you. I don't like that. That's like a like a gang, uh, like a you know, like a gang guy. Cutter's be, like a redneck. He could be a like, redneck gang. All right, I love it. I'll try. I'll switch it up. Okay. Uh, uh, a ninja? Yeah, a ninja. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like in those <laughs> ninja movies. <laughs> uh okay uh did squatting bear did squatting bear give you some peyote oh i'm gonna knock out his tree but i gotta draw him out a bit more first oh yeah just play along <laughs> i'm adding in a little bit of ad libs here yeah of course. character cutter goes into role-playing mode but jack is not buying it what did you say how dare you insult me like that what cutter what are you you nimrod Cutter backhands Jack, and Jack stumbles backwards. What the heck? Cutter then slings the rock into the tree behind Jack, which he could have just done in the first place, right? Yeah, he didn't need to, like, do this. I think he was trying to, you know, because in all these scenes, it's always like, oh, let's pretend we get into a fight, like Running Man, or Mm -hmm. something to cause a distraction to the guards. But that's not this scene for this. No. No. (laughs) The rock strikes a ninja in the head. And the ninja falls to the ground. Cutter immediately rushes over and grabs the ninja and drags him over. See, I told you. Oh, yeah. 
Jack and Squatting Bear rush up as Cutter yanks the ninja mask up and pulls off the mask to reveal it is Mr. Kazuki, Jack's boss. Mr. Kazuki? Oh, sorry. I, I'm Squatting Bear. Uh, Mr. Kazuki? You know this man? Yeah, he's my boss. Kazuki rubs his sore forehead. What are you doing here? I come out here to meditate, to practice my ninja skills. You might need to keep practicing. I know the practice. I just get lost. It was going to ask for direction. And what is Jack doing here? You're supposed to be at grandmother's funeral. There is no funeral. I just said that to bring my daughter camping. You lied to Kazuki? <laughs> we have important deadline approaching. And you lied to go camping? Important deadline. But Kazuki oh is in a ninja suit, <laughs> climbing trees. And getting hit with a rock. Yeah. Um, I know I messed up, but I promised my daughter. No excuses. You are dishonored to Game Core. You fired. At this point, I don't care. I've got a bigger problem at hand. You are lying, idiot disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just calm down there, Mr. Miyagi? Oh no need God. to go firing Jack. Who are you? Who is this foul creature talking to me? Hey, easy peasy there, Japanese. You no need to Jeez. get all kamikaze. Jack's just <laughs> trying to find his daughter. Jesus Christ. What? You, <laughs> oh my God. Jack. you won't believe me if I told you. No, because you probably lie again. I don't trust you now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bigfoot kidnapped his daughter, and we're trying to find her. Bigfoot! I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. He took her last night, and... No, I believe. You do? Yes, I had run in with Bigfoot once. How you think I lose hand? Kasuki holds up his prosthetic hand. You're kidding. No, Bigfoot, no joking matter. What happened? Six years ago, I come to these woods to meditate... When I come face to face with beast. <laughs> oh, a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, uh, Mr. Kazuki was feeding uh, the Bigfoot and it ate his hand thinking it was food. Got it. And I think that's where we leave off for now. Uh <laughs> so we are at quite a cliffhanger. Jesus Christ. But if you want to find out more. Maybe next episode we'll get in uh, find out what happens to Sarah. That is uh <laughs> that's real good. Uh that's real, real good. Um Wow. Well now, you know, Danny, that was such a delight uh that I don't even feel like uh challenging you. Uh well, I'd like to be challenged. Uh what did you think of the the film so far? I, 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 a real answer or uh, not real answer? Yeah, give me a real answer. I think it's shit. Uh, but it, there, there is something, um, there's something wasso-ish and uh, entertaining about it. Uh, and then you don't, I, I don't feel bad about laughing at this person's work that he clearly, like, I think he, I think it's one of those things where, like, he did put a lot of thought and time into it, which makes it worse, which makes it better. Yeah. Well, so I, I honestly, like, I I, th I think the easy reaction is to be like, this guy's clearly like a stupid racist, but like mm -hmm. 
everything is so corny that I feel like it's almost like, and it's not that that doesn't make racism better, but I almost think it's like just coming from an uninformed place. Yes. It, it, it yes. This movie could have been written in the nineties and it, it would have probably made, uh, it would have been a little outdated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This has to be eighties at least, but like, yeah, the, the heroes of the movie are Jack, uh, cutter, uh, Kasuki and like squatting bear. So like, it's not like he's really looking down on these characters. I think he just has so little realistic knowledge about these people. And maybe, maybe he's actually trying to play with tropes because it's obviously a goofy fucking film, but it's, maybe it, and again, I haven't read the entire film and I haven't, I'm not familiar with his other work. Um, I'm just, I'm going to assume though, that it's, uh, that he sucks, um, <laughs> as a person. Well, so. I, I can honestly say like, I, I don't remember. Oh, as a person, I don't, I don't know anything about him as a person. I, I'd have to actually give him bonus points as a person because he's like at least creating like a free course for people hoping to help people. And yeah, like, I don't he trust goes, that shit. What, what, what do you think the scam is? I don't, you know what, look how many people there are on YouTube giving free courses on how to, oh, here's how you make a, you know, a candle in After Effects. Look at that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like I'm not impressed by that anymore. People all, like to do that. All of Udemy is like, uh, oh, here's a $300 course. You just have to wait for one of the sales. So it's nine ninety nine. So yeah. at least I get a little bit of money. But I mean, putting it up for free is pretty nice. Unless that's like a step up process where you have to get approved before you can do paid courses. Th that might I be the really thing. Know. Or it might just lead to like, it might be one of those things where like, here's some base knowledge and then I can sell more by offering, you know, further courses or like a a one-on-one -on -one workshop or like a pay for live workshop that we workshop your actual script. You know what I mean? Like that, that's yeah. always, it, it ain't nothing free. Either way, I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably a pretty nice guy. Uh, I think maybe the script is old. Maybe he was afraid of a better script being stolen. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he this is a copywritten script. So we're breaking laws right now. Uh, I don't know, because we're like doing this is like a review. Ah, uh, yes. Try to come at me, DeFord. If huh? we, <laughs> D is his middle initial. If. Uh, oh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> If we, uh, I think if we like filmed it and tried to make money off it, that'd be a, certainly a different story. Well, I can't wait to start raking in the dough. Can you imagine you know, getting sued over Bigfoot must die? If, but if we change character names and change the dialogue slightly, that's all you can. It, it's perfect because you can't copyright ideas. So we got it. Let's do it. Well, I, I feel like if uh, we made something extremely similar to this mm -hmm. and then he found out and then found out we'd read his script on the podcast that we do publicly. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would, you probably have recourse there. Well, this is, this I'll... is, this is moot because I don't think either of us wants to invest time no. into making. Big no, I, I, I no, I don't as much as you, uh, related to tall tree. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. He's my favorite character. Tall tree falls off a tree into a river two or three times in this. I want to say, Hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a little bit of spoilers. Well, uh, it, it just it just whets my appetite for more for more Bigfoot must die. I can't I can't wait to. But if read uh, it on my own, if all you uh, choking bears out there want to hear <laughs> want to hear more about their their wacky antics and find out if Sarah Lizard dies, 
Oh my uh, God. Find out if Bigfoot does must die. Find out. <laughs> find out if Jack is able to redeem himself at the next game developers conference. <laughs> because all of that and more is waiting in the rest of the script. I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope that uh, Mr. Kusaki's Kasuki's hand doesn't uh, malfunction again at a, at, a, at a key time when we really need to count on him. And just a reminder, the person reading Kasuki's lines was Casey Robertson. Yep. That's thank you, Casey, for being here. Uh, I'll see you later, guys. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I, Casey, I look at toy. Here is writing, but sitcom. <laughs> I actually, I think uh, David D. Ford is from the same state as Casey. Oh my god! So they could really meet in real life and fight. I would love that. <laughs> Not so, be friends. Knowing that, uh, I I took this man's basic screenwriting course mm. for the technical aspects anyway, which I I did get out of this course. I gave yeah. the man five stars. Mm. Uh, mostly for Bigfoot Must Die. But yeah. uh, how more or less confident are you in the project that I'm working on right now? Oh, very confident. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know. Well, I have changed your character. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, how how long will it take you to grow out an afro? <laughs> very, very, very long. Okay, well, maybe I'll have to scrap those changes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but yeah, that is Bigfoot Must Die. We did it. Oh. Oh, Danny. You know, I had such a good time there. I, I almost uh, don't. We're, we're not done, pal. Oh. I got big, <sighs> hard-hitting segments coming up. Jesus, we're already at like an hour and a half. So what? We've done four-hour shows before, haven't we? All right. Go on. You, are you <laughs> okay. going to give me the challenge? Oh, we can. Let's do or it. Do you wanna, are we going to tease the challenge? No, I want to find out what it is. Okay, Danny. Here's the thing, Danny. I'm going to challenge you to something. It's something that we've kind of tossed around uh, an idea of years ago when we were just hanging out at a coffee shop outside, middle of the night, hanging out, just talking about life. Uh, We had mentioned, uh, you know, getting a tattoo. And uh, the tattoo was going to be a Pokemon tattoo because we both love Pokemon. You know, we, there's no way we'll regret it. We're already, you know, very old. We can't regret tattoos now. And uh, and do you remember this? And, and then we said, okay, we're going to random number generate. We're going to yeah, get I, a number. I would not put a randomly generated anything on my body. Oh, so you're if backing out? Challenge. Okay, so the challenge is we go to random.org and there are 890 Pokemon currently in circulation. And we we, we hit random. And then whatever the number is, and so, you know, and I'll share my screen so what you if, can see what, what I'm doing. Get, what if you get original, uh, original jinx? I, then I'll, ha- I'll get the modified. Nope. Then Unless I'll get the jinx. random generator one says that. All right, then let's, yay. You know what? Let's do it. The, the, the folly with this is that there's like, how many Pokemon are there right now? 890 and like 100 of them are cool uh, yeah that's the you know 400 are like acorns or shields or something 
and then the rest of them are like uh anime men yeah so uh so let's do it well you don't want to do it the worst that can happen is i don't like it i just back out so no no you that's the thing you can't back out i don't work for game core (laughs) you dishonor halfway okay uh, oh, no, oh no no, no. That should, i knew i should have done it when i did it you can't you can't i can't do that i'm sorry you were not in character there i'm sorry i i am sorry you're a regular casey <laughs> um for real okay. for all apologize apologies to any asian person or uh american indian person who had to hear us recite those lines send yeah all, send all your complaints to david d fort yeah, he's bad. He's a bad guy, not us. We're innocent. Um, okay, so I guess we're not doing this. Uh, that's too bad. I really kind of thought, I mean, I teased it so much. You kind of look like a really big coward right now. Um, I don't give a fuck. So, who do I have to impress? Does Tom Hanks listen to this show? I don't think so. He could. I've been sending him tapes of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I guess that's a blown. That's like kind of my only other bit, I, oh, or my only other segment I had was great, that so. great fucking segment. Uh, you kind of backed out. Uh, uh, we you, we could do uh, on the Shaggy and the Creep show. They did one where they drew each other's tattoos. I mean, I don't really want to steal someone else's bits, Danny. I kind of just wanted to get something that you'll like no matter what because it fits with your aesthetic of like. Uh, oh, I'm a man with McDonald's toys on my body. Uh-huh. The Superman, he's from space. <laughs> yeah, he he is from. Okay, I thought no, I just you know I thought I thought you would do this. I I kind of you know. You really thought I would get a random fucking Pokemon just tattooed? I, on yeah, my body. man, I thought you'd want to roll the dice. I thought you'd want to live for once. You know, not not just, uh, you know, cower in the corner like a little scared cat. I'll do it if you get yours on your face. No, <laughs> I would. I, we I, we can't. We just we would choose to get it where we wanted to get it. I'll get mine uh, you if know. you get yours on your neck. No, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Um, uh, also, I you know, I was also going to do this without discussing this with Julie at all. I was just going to just go in full bore and be like, let's do it why and then you, deal with the repercussions why would you, later. You think you'd need permission? I I think I think it'd be a, OK. I years ago, we talked about this on the show when Julie was on. Years ago, early in our relationship, I, you know, I was, just, you, you know, you put out little things to your partner to kind of test them to see like how much they actually care about you. And no, I, you don't. You don't do this. Not, you don't, that's not you don't cost, that's what like maniac people do. Well, how else do you know if they're going to run away? <laughs> you know, so uh, some of the worst so- some of the worst relationships <laughs> in my life have been based around what you're talking about right now. Well, you know, we're I guess if you really love me, you do blah blah blah. No, well, no, it was different. It was it was more it was different than that. What it was was um is I said, you know, I, I said like what happened, you know, what you know, Julie, what happens if one day, you know, you come home or you walk into the room and I'm just like chowing down on some crayons and and she's like I was like, would you still stay with me <laughs> if you knew that like I sometimes ate a bunch of crayons? Yeah, have- and she said no. With, and it despite really the fact it, that she's a nurse and should be aware of the condition called pica. Well, she, I don't, well, you know, pica place, huh? 
Starbucks. Uh, so now you're making <laughs> fun of mental disorders. Yeah, uh, a little. Uh, no, I. This is before she was. She was. No, she was a nurse then. No. I forget. Look, man. Bottom line Do is, you really think she would leave you if you were eating crayons? She said at the time. She said yes. Like as a joke. I've since what? This was like she said it jokingly or very seriously. No, she was serious, and so it hurt my feelings, and I made her feel bad about it. This and was so. This over was their, the years. This was their first date. This is. It's, it was very early would you, in. Would you like, leave me if I ate crayons? It was at least like under a year in. And so since then, I've browbeat her enough and guilt her enough, you know, and I'll even bring it up. And, uh, you know, like, what if I ate crayons? She's like, I love you even if you ate crayons. So I was like, okay. Well, it's good that you didn't earn that and you guilted her into feeling that way. Right. So how could I, how, so there's situations there. There's only so much I can test a relationship. This would be the ultimate test. Um, and so I was willing to go in, uh, you know, without even talking about her talking to this about her and get a a pokemon thing that she does not get she she rolls her eyes all the time i'll get a pokemon tattoo with you if i can pick mine um no it has to be random you can pick the art style you can do anything uh but it has to be that's part of the that's part of the rush man you know i don't know why don't you do it and then I'll tell you how I feel about it? I'm like, would you I'm, do it or do you have to wait with someone else to do it? The whole point is we would do it together and then post pictures of it. So now you sound like the coward. What do you mean? You no, mean, I don't want to do it alone. I want to do it with oh, a buddy. That sounds like a, a, a something a pussy would say. Yeah, think I am that. I'm not. I'm I am a coward. You know, I've never not said I wasn't well, a coward, you know, uh, so so this is on brand for me. I just I was shocked at you, a man who has a bow and arrow and knives that you're just kind of like, that's I'm that's a not baby. my that's not my bag, man. I'm not like tough guy. I'm like guy who might snap one day, <laughs> <laughs> but like not in like, uh, you know, sh- shooting up a public place more like breaking into houses speaking of that have have you dealt with like these fucking anti-mask people uh i i've not no i got no i got kicked out of my neighbor's house for wearing a mask oh yeah yeah (laughs) wow well what what you know what how did that go down how did that what how did that transpire they freaked out and asked me to leave Oh my god! Maybe well, that's just it was like blood-stained burlap over my face. Uh, <laughs> it was it wasn't nothing crazy though. It was like three a.m. and I just wanted to see what was up. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you. I like doing this game where because mm-hmm. uh, like most back doors tend to be easier to open, like in other houses. Okay, <laughs> I like I like getting into people's houses. And then, like, I lay down on the ground and don't use my mm. legs and just pull myself along <sighs> on the ground. Jesus Christ. And the, yeah. the bloody burlap sack over my face adds a challenge because sometimes you can't see obstacles. And, huh. like, you have, to, uh, you have to keep yourself motivated in order to keep going and get closer and closer to your goal. Yeah. So, like, the whole time I'm like, I'm getting closer. <laughs> Jesus. 
and it works but uh these fucking anti-mask people didn't fucking care what i was doing (laughs) idiots well i stay corrected you're i was just trying to see what's up (laughs) you are you are not a coward uh um wow I, want, I really yeah. thought for sure you would. You would. Do Can we this. at least get it like a choice out of five? No. You're allowed one re-roll. How about that? If if I do this, can I pick another subject matter that we both have to get random tattoos from? No, tattoos hurt. So it's just cool when it's your idea. Yes, thank you. Okay, this is a cool idea. Uh, so uh. You know, I'm not even going to segue or anything, but these are my top five quotes from the film True Lies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a segment I came up with. I love this. And I know we're floundering for time here, so I figured this would help uh, kind of mm. fill it out. Mm-hmm. Number four. All these lies. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, that's true. That must be a lie. Yes, <laughs> a true lie. <laughs> number number two. Yeah, I'll be back. I'm the Terminators, <laughs> which is a a reference yeah. is a reference to Tom Hanks in Castaway. Oh. When, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he's getting out of uh, his Jeep and he says to Helen Hunt, I'll be right back. And then, oh. you know, they wreck. It's very sad. Yeah, yeah, Castaway yeah. is such That's a good movie. Sad. Don't watch True know. Lies. Watch Castaway. Number uh, one. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But we found out that each of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely, The Breakfast Club. Oh, wow. yeah, that was a really heavy hitting <laughs> lie to true lies. And that was my I top remember. five quotes from the film True Lies. Yay. We did it. <laughs> it's a good segment right there. It was a great it was a great segment. So, um I can't I can't uh I can't believe you chickened out. Um I, I recently got into magnet fishing. Is that is that like with are you making fun of me? Making fun of you for what? For me getting into magnet fishing. I tried to. When did you get into magnet fishing? Are you kidding me? I got I got a fucking uh fit magnet fishing kit. Where yeah, where you have it's like the little like wind up thing with the like the little plastic fish and it spins around and they open their mouths and you have to get the tiny fishing poles with not strong enough magnets to get in their mouths and get them. No, I'm not talking about hungry, hungry hippos. I'm talking about actual magnet fishing what the fuck are you talking about what's that it's like a a giant a rare earth magnet at the end of like a 50 foot rope and you like throw it into water to fish up things that are metal oh no what no that's awesome that's crazy how's it crazy mudlark that's like mudlarking all you're gonna find is weird bottles yeah that's cool oh yeah i haven't got too much stuff like mostly like uh 
like screws and bolts and some random weird pieces of metal and like fishing hooks. Hmm. But it's helping clean up the environment too. Hey, yeah, you're right. It's really cheap. It's fun. <laughs> I'm all I, about I, it. I actually, I did, I I was for a while, I found a channel of these, this older uh, uh, Welsh couple i think anyway uh and they go around to different places in europe and mudlark where they you know just you know when the water recedes in a river or some body of water they go in there and they look for stuff and they find treasures it's a very calm fun thing to watch yeah so i recommend it so is magnet fishing huh you just throw it in and then like try to fill for it to hook on anything uh there's been some people like in the UK, who actually like pulled up undetonated uh, ordnance from the war. Whoa, and uh, that's scary. Yeah, people like pull up guns sometimes or like safes. Oh God, those are like murder weapons and murder safes. Typically, there was this one I watched in, in oh, Amsterdam. It was in Amsterdam, and like they pulled up like uh, like seven or eight safes from the same spot of the river where it was clearly like. Someone who'd been breaking safes was just throwing them away. Whoa, cool. Wow. So you have to be pretty strong to pull this stuff up. Or if you use a pulley. If you get something that's you no, know, I don't you don't really use a pulley. But uh if you get something that's really heavy, yeah, especially if it's like sunk in the mud. And that then is uh, the weirdest... a lot of people who magnet fish also bring like a, a grappling hook too, because sometimes it's easier to hook on things and pull out. Hmm. Wow, that's the, that is bizarre. That's a really weird hobby. It's fun though, and it's cheap. I kind of want to do it. It's awesome. I saw one person on Reddit who caught a magnet. <laughs> like they got like a fishing magnet with huh. with their fishing magnet, which I feel like would probably be hard to pull apart because uh, you get these like four hundred, five hundred pound rare earth magnets, and they can like shatter onto each other. They're so strong. What, how heavy is your magnet? I want to say mine was like 400 pound pool or something. Oh, how heavy is it? Yeah. They're pretty light, but those things are fucking powerful. Neodymium. By saying like the amount of like pounds per pool or whatever, it's like how much pressure you'd have to get to like rip it off for it to lose it pretty much. It's like it's, Got it. it's pulling power. Got it. Oof. You could get, you could, you could pinch your fingers real easy oh yeah absolutely Oof. or like ruin your credit cards oh my god yeah by buying all the magnets yeah and for it like erasing the memory yeah i know it was a joke no what uh, actually what actually happens with magnets near things like that sean it can interfere with the the memory and they're, oh, i understand and they're not that cheap your credit cards would be fine oh cool do you want to go magnet fishing a little yeah tonight no, I can't tonight. I have to work tomorrow. At midnight? All right, I'll be there. I uh, The first time I, I went out, I've gone to a few spots, but like I ha- it's hard to find good spots around here. Mm-hmm. But like uh, I went to Caesars Creek to like these docks, these like kind of floating docks. And it's like so much fucking cooler once it gets night. It gets like way creepier because like you, you never know what you could pull up. Like a dead body? <laughs> like d- 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 yeah, earth a magnetized dead body. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it's wearing a watch. Oh, my God, it's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, I guess He'd if they were wearing a metal outfit. Yeah, like, a, pull like up an old a knight. And he could, 
pull but up a night. A big part of me wants to like uh, start magnet fishing around Loveland, and in the rare hope to find one of those wands that the Loveland frogman had. Oh, Jesus! I feel like that's a good goal in life. That's a great goal, especially because like uh, when you're magnet fishing, people tend to ask you lots of weird questions because they don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. So I feel like they would understand more if I told them I was looking for frogman wands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, water's <sighs> creepy at night, though. I mean, it's creepy in the day, but it's real creepy at night, too. It is. I used to, um, I only a handful of times I went night fishing with my dad which uh, though I only thought was cool because of snacks and because there was like a, the, he had like a UV light yeah, and it would shine on the fishing line and it looked like a big piece of glowing yarn. And I thought that looked really cool. Yeah. That is, I was uh last time I went, I just had like a little headlamp thing, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking of like bringing out my like old, like oil uh, lantern next time. I oh, think God. that would be neat until I, drag it with the magnet and it spills and sets the dock on fire well you know gotta if that, burn a few docks to if that does happen and this is later viewed as evidence my name is uh casey robertson <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna set casey up just like in true lies uh, well so, I, he deserves it except i have both um, arms so we are uh, this you're really not going to do the tattoo thing. Will you go magnet fishing with me tonight? I can't do it tonight. Oh, <laughs> are you actually, are you not remote working anymore? Are you actually going in again? I'm going in uh, as needed, which what, super sucks. What the sucks. fuck do they need you for? Who fucking knows? We got to get Sean in here. We need some yeah. strong guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting scared with just a couple of us here. It's true. Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it is, uh, it sucks. Um, I, uh, I don't like driving to places or going into buildings. I like being at home. Yeah. How, how is your work handling all that right now? Uh, not as, not as well as I wish they were like, that's good because you can be more relaxed. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Dude, I feel, are you still buying into all this shit? the pandemic these fucking deaths are just people i i have on good authority Uh that these quote-unquote deaths are just people who are who moved to live on a farm upstate (laughs) so they're they're probably happier than you sheeps (laughs) stupid idiots yeah you're you know what yeah that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense um wow that's so dumb uh okay well i uh i'm gonna end it hold on hold on oh my god how weird would it be if your favorite song was (laughs) oh susanna (laughs) i did actually mention to julie uh yesterday i think that i think it'd be really really awesome like genuinely cool if like paul mccartney right singer songwriter paul mccartney from the beatles band yeah uh, came out with like a whole album, but it was like public domain, like classics, like like old Susanna or or Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or like um, 
green sleeves, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like, oh, when the saints come marching and that, like that, like those songs. Why? I think that'd be, I think that'd just be very funny. <clears throat> Hilarious. All right. Well, we, that's it, everybody. So we'll be back. How about, how about this? How about this? How okay. about we, we roll up the numbers? Uh huh. And I can still back out and then I'll only be uh, half a wuss. Okay. I'm just so like, I, I probably don't want to do this no matter what the Pokemon is, but I'm kind of curious what it could be. I just like the possibilities. Um, and then I, how about this? How about this? If, if, if this episode, our episode numbers have always been very low, but if this episode breaks a thousand listens, just this episode, a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand listens, we'll get it. Okay, I'm going to share my screen with you, Danny. And you could do the same thing through Discord uh, if, if you want to be the one. So I'm rolling for you, and you're rolling for me, okay? All I can see is the... Oh. I Hello? see you on uh, random.org. Yep. Can you see me? Whoa, man, it's like you're on TV. Thanks, man. I've never seen something like this before. <laughs> so So cool. So it is cool. Um, all right. So I've got it up. I'm going to roll, uh, between uh, numbers one, uh, you know, one and, uh, and 890 to see which Pokemon tattoo you're going to. So I'm going to hit this. I'm rolling for you, Danny. All right. Okay. Can you see it? I'm going to click generate a number. Click it. Okay. Oh, uh, that's, that's no good. If it's that fucking late, it is. 579 so let's see oh what that's Pokemon actually a that cool is. one that's a ranoculus or whatever that like amoeba thing oh yeah that thing is awesome no oh, that's a cool pokemon he's like yeah he's like a weird like tiny weird alien baby inside like a gelatinous cell membrane that extends his arms he's he's cool yeah he's not bad Wow. Okay, you want to share your screen now and uh, and see what tattoo I'm getting? Okay, let's see. Uh, I'll stop sharing my screen. Oh shit! I just hung up on Danny. I just hung up. I just hung up on you. Oh, why would you do that? I don't know. But now I'm seeing your screen. You can see it. Uh huh. What does it say around my mouse? Sean sucks. Lol. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you got an original one? Oh, my God. Pokemon 99, which one is that? Kingler. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. That well, That's the guy who uh, made Ash uh, play 16th. That's cool. I yeah. like these picks. Yeah, yours is way better. Huh. Well, we did it, everybody. We're going to get these tattoos on our necks, and uh, if we everyone's going to love them. 100,000 listens. 100,000 listens. From start so this, to finish. And well, I, we, I don't think I'll it, it doesn't track that. But, uh, okay, so, so now we're going to end this episode, and it's over. Let us know if uh, you've uh, seen a dog door in your life. Yeah, I would love to know that. We should uh, do a poll. Um, we'll do a poll. Oh, I have also been like, I've been playing around with the, well, I can say that. Well, no, I'll say it. I've been playing around with the idea of, uh, 
Oh, now Danny's just scrolling through murderers. That's cool. <laughs> it's good. Is that Casey Anthony? What a babe. Uh, so um, I have been playing around with the idea. Remember how I always said I was going to do a comedy act? You know? No. No. Oh, you don't remember? Now all these comedians are doing their acts, uh, you know, on Zoom. I thought about doing a comedy act on Zoom. Ew. What is that? Is, okay, you're There's a picture of Sean Grade. That's funny. Uh, so I, I, I've been playing around with that idea. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I might do it. That'd be kind of funny. And then everyone, could, then everyone could join. All ten people that would want to watch that. Um, okay, so we're leaving. I'm leaving. Everybody, thank you so much. Uh, okay, I'm going to play the Oscar Benzo right, right here. Which one are you Austin. in this picture? <laughs> okay, I'm not. I don't even know what. The, so anyway, listen, everybody. Two o three, Sean Green from Halfway Okay in Dayton, mass shooting. Jesus Christ. Okay, that's yeah. That was when I did that. Did one they episode. find out that information? Was... No. It, okay. Anyway, listen, everybody. Oscar Benz is playing. Look at we got, this we're picture. Gonna, Okay, we're just I'm gonna go. <laughs> Danny, this isn't track well on the show. I don't care. So everyone, thank you so much for uh, oh that's funny. Yeah, that's that's a funny one. I remember that. Anyway, everyone, like thank you so much Look, for there's shot on the right. <laughs> that looks like James Brewer. Yeah, it really does. Uh, anyway, hi everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It's me, Sean Green. Uh, it's, it's this has been halfway okay. Thank you so much for calling in and having a nice day. Okay, love you, bitch. Love you, bitch.